five years of me, you know, running around the city, doing all these odd jobs, I kind of was confused. I was like, I'm dancing at bar mitzvahs and I'm a cheerleader and teaching Zumba and I'm, and I'm background acting. I'm like, but where's this go? And how, like, it's very physical and youthful, this life. And I was like, I'm, I was anxious. I'm like, I don't really have a goal. I don't really know what's out there. Blake Ross, founder of Firefox. Mark Zuckerberg, founder of Facebook. Steve Jobs, creator of Apple. Three young and successful entrepreneurs. People tend to see teens as angsty, rude, and irritable. When in reality, teens can be some of the most successful and creative people. Welcome to Now I'm Here podcast. This podcast aims to teach the younger generations that no matter your age, the possibility of success is within arm's reach. All you need is a little perseverance and a strategic mindset. Like Walt Disney said, all our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Dare to dream. Now to our host, Sydney Jacobs. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Now I'm Here. I'm your host, Sydney Jacobs. Today, I have a very special guest for you, Marnie Florence. Before she introduces herself and attempts to explain what she does, I should give you all a warning that I had three cups of coffee this morning before to try to get close to the energy that Marnie has. Marnie, take it away. Hi. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So do you want to try to explain to the listeners what you do, what your job is? So for the past five years, I've been a professional dancer in Toronto, but I've done just, I've just tried everything. So I was in a circus company. I was a magician's assistant. I was in the MMVAs. I went on tour, opened for Prince Harry. I was a cheerleader, eight years of bar mitzvahs, uh, background acting, and just, I just got myself out there. Um, now, so before quarantine, I had seven jobs. I was choreographing four shows, teaching Zumba, dancing and hosting apartments was backup audience coordinating at CTV. And I was leading teen tours. Um, yeah. And so quarantine stopped all of that because it was so in person. Um, yeah, but it opened the door to virtual hosting. I never really hosted on camera before and I'm loving it um, and just seeing where that goes. And I, I started my own podcast and I'm doing some work for a nonprofit right now and I'm hosting on an app and I'm, a, I'm just doing what I can right now because I can't wait to be back in person. So you, you do everything, there, everything in the entertainment industry, like you're the go-to for, you can do anything for that. Yeah, like I didn't even know I could jump into this role, but I was like, um, I was like an, a production assistant on a movie wow. and it was like, oh yeah, audience coordinating is very similar, you know, a headset, you're getting ready for showtime and you're like one of those back end people that are ready to help, but um, everything and anything and I'm just kind of seeing where things flow from one thing to the next. And like this all started in high school, right? When you started to be a dancer. So I was dancing since the age of four and uh, training competitively and then at high school during high school I was in the dance program at my school and then during the like during my grade 12 year I was also in a professional um dance company downtown um and then I went to I went to Ryerson for business for one semester dropped out that rest of that year I found background acting and I was teaching dance a lot and performing and then I went to school for event planning at George Brown so it was two years and then throughout school, I was doing all these little odd jobs. 
And when I graduated in 2015, I said, let's go part-time, full-time. So I was with 10 brand ambassador companies, which is like handing out free samples, but you need to be a bubbly, you know, friendly person. And I was with three background agencies for movies and TV shows. I was with five performing dance companies and I taught dance at like three different places. So how did you like manage all of that? Like your, your time, your schedule must have been incredible. How did you like fit that all in and like manage to keep everything on track? There was a few times for sure that, you know, things overlapped. I had to choose what I wanted to do or like, you know, timing and everything. But sometimes I did three, four things in a day. Um, and I loved it. I loved it. I was always around awesome people, meeting new people and doing the things I was loving to do. I had a fire under my butt of like, let's get out there and do it all. I was exhausted, but I loved it. And is there ever a part of you that like thinks that you shouldn't have dropped out of Ryerson or you, you don't regret a single part of that? I don't regret it. I'm really glad that I experienced university and college. So from high school, you kind of are in slightly a bubble of like, okay, you know, teacher, doctor, lawyer, what else is out there? And I was like, dance studio owner? You don't really know that there's a ton of opportunities out there. Um, so that's why I went to school for business. I was like, I like math and let's see, see how this goes. So I was, in a, I was in big lecture halls with like hundreds of people and we had to memorize these textbooks that like, it wasn't, it wasn't for me. And I, my accounting professor at Ryerson pulled me into her office and she's like, did you know the graduates of George Brown business are excelling and they're actually doing better than the graduates of Ryerson business because it's hands-on versus like theory. Um, and I was like, no, actually my high school did not promote college. It just wasn't a thing. I'm here to promote college because even though I don't want to be an event planner, the two years of the hands-on experience was outstanding. 30 people in a class, it felt like high school. Um, we were doing projects instead of just memorizing and then doing, you know, scantrons. This was us physically putting on events and learning physically what things are, what's happening. So no regrets. And I'm glad that I experienced Ryerson and George Brown. So we both went to the same high school and I mean, we were there at very different times. So the way that guidance promotes schools is very different. But even having just graduated, I still feel that it's very much a push to go to university. There were options for kids to go to college, but they didn't really talk so much about like other programs other than specifically the trades. So it's really good for you to be able to give that viewpoint uh, to our viewers because I know a lot of them are in grade 12 or grade 11 and trying to figure out where they want to go with their life. So this is really great insight that the only path that you have to follow is not the university path. There's so many other ways that you can go. 100%. I know people who take gap years. I know people who never went to school after high school. I know people who did a four-year program and now are in a field doing something completely different. Um, people go from university to college, college to university, where it's all about trial and error. See what works for you. And, and even at George Brown, I did a, my internship. I thought I wanted to be a venue manager, like running a venue. Did that as my internship? No, thank you. Um, and then my five years of being in the working field was all trial and error as well. Don't be afraid for the listeners to drop out. It's very common. And how are you supposed to know what you want to do for the rest of your life at 18? You don't. So 
it is so okay to, to, to try different programs, see if a program is a good fit for you and, and just like, don't be afraid to drop out if you want. So when you were in high school, did you ever like have slight considerations of college or you had no clue about it before? And it was just your professor who first introduced it. College in high school to me was like plumber, baking, didn't really know further than that. It was, you know, um, which I really think that the guidance counselors should be, you know, opening up and just showing students that there's more than a business degree. Business is great. Love that. Go for it. Business is actually good if you don't know also what you want to do, because then you have something. So I'm, I am glad I have a diploma. At least I've, I'm glad I have something. Um, the four years, both my parents are like very physical and they learn by doing and they're super passionate and you know, neither of them are book people kind of thing. My dad dropped out and my mom's a fitness instructor and like, so they learned by doing. And so for me, it was like, okay, this is why I'm not really fitting in university, but there's so many different programs to explore to try, to, to not try, to figure out. I know somebody who's done like four programs. <laughs> so it depends your, your situation, but there's so much out there. And actually college has a lot of unique, really cool programs too. So if we're talking about all the jobs that you've ever had a chance to explore and get to do, what would you say was like your favorite? Like the one that if you could do ever again, like you would stick to that and just do that? Audience coordinating. So five years of me, you know, running around the city, doing all these odd jobs, I kind of was confused. I was like, I'm dancing at bar mitzvahs and I'm a cheerleader and teaching Zumba and I'm, and I'm background acting. I'm like, but where's this go? And how, like, it's very physical and youthful, this life. And I was like, I'm, I was anxious. I'm like, I don't really have a goal. I don't really know what's out there. So when I started to choreograph for CTV, I then got in, they asked me to, that's my resume. And like, I was a backup audience coordinator for the social in Maryland dentist for the past year and a half after a seven page resume. That is my favorite thing, favorite job I've ever done. So I, and I, who knew audience coordinating was someone's career? Well, what even is audience coordinating? I'm booking the live audience for the TV show and I'm greeting them. So I'm, I'm marking them off. I'm seating them. Okay. Four people here. This, this people came in a group of two. I need to sit them there. I need to sit them there. Um, and then bringing them in and introducing them with, you know, a spark of energy. Um, and they're all so excited to be there. They're not at work. It's Monday to Friday, right? They, a lot of them have been watching the Maryland dentist show, for example, for like 10 years, they brought their mom. I've heard like unbelievable stories. And then I'm telling them how the show is going to run, what to do, hyping them up and um, going through the show and then throughout the show I was like through commercial breaks giving away gift bags keeping the audience engaged it was like my little show and um I was just and, and guiding the applause through the show so instead of a hold up sign for applause it was me it was like five I was hurting my in my ear five four three all right here we go and um yeah and then I was meeting such beautiful genuine people and I was having such heartwarming conversations while I could be my loud, vibrant self. So, and I was in charge of the interns and the prizing. 
and I was learning from the producers. So it was like my camp counseling, my dance teaching, my performing, my event planning. It was everything. Coming together. Coming together. And like, yeah, like I'm, I'm itching to do it again. We're not in person right now with anything. But I'm so glad that it opened my eyes to, okay, there's, a, there's spots for me in the entertainment industry that I can fit my energy into. Would you ever want to have your own show? Um, a lot of people say that I should, but we'll see. I don't really have a goal right now and I haven't really, um, which keeps my career options open. So we'll see. I don't know. I've just started on camera hosting during quarantine. I before it was bar mitzvahs, live events and audience coordinating. So I was hosting just in person. So that's a positive of quarantine, but we'll see. Fair enough. And then going over everything, what would be the one role that you've had that you would never go back to again? Ooh, that's a good question. Is there one that like stands out? Mm, that I would never do again? Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, like, mm, mm, probably like just working in a restaurant as a hostess or you know just having a job that doesn't that I can't fully express my my energy and, and use my skills so yeah I was a hostess at a restaurant like I don't know five years ago maybe but I know that I need to just branch out and then kind of blast off and the, like a type of job like that, like I know isn't for me. Many people influence you, I'm sure, because you've had so many different roles and you've learned from so many different people. But are there a few people that like stand out above everyone else that you like want to maybe follow in their footsteps or that have guided you on the path that you're on today? Yeah, there's been a few of my bosses. Um, so the twins, Gianna Page, who own Megan Boys, um, two ladies that run um, a promotional um, event service, Jory and Nicole, and the guy who got me the job at CTV. He is the audience coordinator for The Social. I'm his backup. And yeah, they've just been, you know, like paving the way in the entertainment events world. Um, Derek, for example, at CTV, he is just so passionate, hardworking, has tr again tried everything trial and error and like he yeah he's just amazing and he, he just he does so many things and he loves so many things and he's such a people person and and he has such amazing skills that um just want to take after after him yeah it's, it's very important to have someone that's like in those shoes already that you can follow after and that you want to do the same thing that they do or, or be the same not be the same but like pursue the same things as them so it's really important for you to sell yourself because you're constantly moving from new roles and you always got to be like the best person that you can be to get the next job. And that really comes down to promotion. A lot of times we talk about promoting a brand or a product, but for you, it's promoting yourself. So how do you do that? And like, what do you think is different? Because a lot of people know like the four P's um, of marketing, product, placement, price, promotion. But for you, it, it's not that. It's selling yourself. So how do you go about that? 
Yeah, so I, I've had Instagram for maybe eight years, you know, since it came up, 2000, 2012 probably. And it's been trial and error throughout this process of social media and, and it's free marketing for ourselves. Years of running around the city, I built a genuine network. So most of my followers I've met either once or, or this person knows this person, this person knows this person. And so I'm so glad that like the past five years I have been running around the city to gain that type of network and then learn from everyone. So, um, yeah, to, to, I, I really try and express my, my energy and, you know, my professionalism, but also like my genuineness and my like friendliness, um, through what I do. So I, I try and promote, not promote, kind of say like, I, I post what I want next while I'm doing it, if that makes sense. But when I was a dancer, I was posting performed over here, performed over here, performed over here. And other people are like, Oh, you do that. Come, come do it for me. So put in their eyes what what's your what your skill is so now for example I, I i'm a host and i want more hosting gigs so i haven't been posting dance zumba do you know what i mean so i've been posting i hosted this i posted this i love hosting this and so that's getting that in people's brains and they're like okay now marnie's she's a host i'll hire her over here i was hired over here her over here and it's just putting out good vibes and showing your genuine self in a professional way and what you want continuously. That's kind of, I kind of um, do a little bit of social media, like branding training. And it's like, put that in people's eyes. If you are a videographer, keep posting. You probably love it too. Hopefully you love it. You're passionate. You're doing your thing. Did, a, did this over here or did this over here or, even if you want to post, hey, hi, like, you know, if you ever need a videographer, blah, blah, blah. And that's getting that in people's eyes. So for a personal brand who I am my product, um, it's important to stay on brand, keeping my personality shining through those posts and yeah, continuously just putting myself out there. Do you ever find it exhausting because like you're always trying to make yourself be the best person and, and being like the, the spotlight? Do you ever find that exhausting? Sometimes. Yeah. And especially now that I'm getting older, like I'm 26. Um, when I was 22 to 25, which was, or whatever, past 20, 20 to 25, I was running around the city, not sleeping, like not sleeping, but I was, there's a fire under my butt and I was ready to go. Now that it's quarantine, so I'm at home instead of the in-person energy, which I'm used to, I'm at home, but also, yeah, I am getting older and whatever. I'm really finding I need more than ever the downtime to spark me up again. So like weekends, I'm chilling, I'm relaxing. Yes, I'm still working because I'm 24 seven working, but I've needed weekends, especially during quarantine, more than ever kind of thing and in the evenings to relax to then you know recharge for the next day so it gets exhausting but at the same time that's what fuels my soul to just keep going and keep pushing and 
when you find something that you're so passionate about, you don't want to ever stop. And you love it. So it, you love everything that you do. That's, that's really important too. And moving forward, you've said you don't know what you want to do, but if there was like one dream, one thing that you could choose out of anything, what would it be? Audience coordinating. For, for, for your future, like that's what you want to do. And is there like a dream show that you want to be the audience coordinator for? That's a good question. Audience coordinating is a rare job. Not, it, do, it doesn't happen every day that you find an audience coordinator because how many TV shows really run? You know what I mean? So, and then especially with quarantine, there's no live audience. So I can't wait to get back to it because yeah, I felt so myself. I was learning, I was leading, I was, I was the host with my energy and I was making, meeting such genuine people with some off, like just heart filling conversations. Like it was overall my media and my personal, like my, my personality, person to person, you know, skill, it was everything. So, um, I thought I'm like, okay, how can I expand? How can I get myself out there more? There's amazing TV shows in Toronto that do need an audience coordinator usually. It's just rare. Um, but then again, it's like LA has more, you know, shows that needed audience coordinator and we'll see what happens. But then Toronto, I know so many people. So a, a lot in any profession, it's who you know. Yeah. And I've loved the vibe in Toronto. Most people are so nice. Canada and it's the head of it's the top media spot in Canada so I do want I love Toronto I want to stay here but we'll see so I don't really have a dream show that I want to be an audience coordinator for but that position came into my life and it's just been my dream and if you could like say one thing to like 18 year old self just got out of high school trying to find your way what would that be such a good question um that would be just go for it and run with passion so like i and, and big 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 thing i need to tell myself now and the past five years and my 18 year old self don't worry about the future things will work out exactly how they're supposed to if you you just got to keep finding things you love doing find things you love doing Stop doing the things that aren't worth your time. Um, and everything will work out how it's supposed to. So the, the vibes and the skills that you build and the things that you're putting out there will amount to what you need. Right now, maybe it's, it's weird, it's quarantine. And it's been hard because I was actually supposed to be an audience coordinator right now for nine months. So wow. right now, full time. And it's been really hard. Um, because I had my dream job at my fingertips. But quarantine has taught me a lot and I've done more self-development. I've made more time for like self-care. Um, it, opened, it opened me to on camera hosting and podcasts. And so it's been really cool. But for my 18 year old self, don't worry about the future. Just continue doing the things you love to do. And that's for myself right now. <laughs> And, and over over quarantine, or you've been over on two shows, correct? One that's releasing this week and one that already released. Do you want to talk about those two a little bit? Oh, for sure. 
that's also a plus of quarantine. So I was on Family Feud Canada, and um, so that's actually CBC. And I was an audience coordinator at CTV. So universe works, you know what I mean? If I was a full-time audience coordinator at CTV, who knows if that would be conflict of interest with CBC, Family Feud. So, so, so grateful that my family and I were on that show. We were the second episode of the whole season. And it was unbelievable. My phone was freaking blowing up when the show came out. And we, yeah, we, we, I'm so happy with how everything turned out on the episode. It was awesome. And then I'm on actually a dating reality TV show. In June, I said to a few friends, I'm like, what's my next life goal? Reality TV. I manifested it. I put the vibes out there. And I ended up being on two during quarantine. Like, how crazy is that? Um, this dating show is so much fun. Yeah, my so I'm in four episodes that are coming out on YouTube. I went on a date with three different guys, and then I chose one. Um, and it was it was just so much fun. Like, it was it was awesome. So I'm I'm so glad that I you know built the confidence to be so vulnerable to be on a dating show. Um, I'm nervous to watch it, but I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, I know your family's preview or what it's called to get on Family Feud was amazing. Everyone should go watch that. You can find it on Marnie's YouTube channel. It was probably the most energetic YouTube video you you might ever watch. Her family is crazy. And in the Family Feud episode alone, you were going nuts in it. Like, you were so hyped for it. It was amazing to watch. And for the other show, it's it's going to be very interesting to see when that comes out. <sighs> I'm nervous, but I'm excited. Well, you, you know how it ended up. And I'm sure you know how to put your best foot forward like everything else. So it'll be good. You already know what's to come with it. Thank you. <laughs> It's, it's so interesting because people don't really get the chance to be on shows like that. And, and you, you get so many opportunities and you really fulfill them. It's not like they're just being thrown away. Like you really grow from each one that you've gone on. So it's so great to see that like you've grown into such like a bigger person. Like I just knew you when you were a dancer for an entertainment company. I, I think you were probably like just starting college in university. And like now you're like, you're an adult now. Like you're adulting, doing real things with your life. So it's really amazing to see how much you've grown and how far you've come from what you enjoyed. You were always so passionate about it. So it's crazy to see how that passion has grown into like your your job, like your future. That's so nice. Thank you so much for saying all that. It means a lot. Um, I get really hard on myself and I'm like, what's next? I don't I don't know. Like what's what's happening out here? But it's really refreshing to hear that that you see that it um through my journey so thank you so much yeah like when I was younger and Marnie and I first met at a couple we don't really know bar but mitzvahs or when she was dancers for for an entertainment company and and I was going to the parties that she was at and we started talking and we ended up running into each other quite a few times and we had some good discussions I would say in the perspective of a 13 year old not quite sure how good they actually were you were the coolest you were always so mature like oh my gosh beyond your years always and yeah I you were just I loved seeing it you when we have when we bumped into each other at these events um always great conversations and yeah you're just you're just so cool yeah I always like looked up to you kind of because you did such different things and like for myself um even though I'm attending Schulich this year and 
people think I might have such a path laid out for me. Like, I have no clue what I want to do. And like, maybe if things had been different, maybe I would have gone to college or not gone to university at all. But I felt like this was the path I had to do. And I was given such a good opportunity with such a great program, I couldn't turn it down. But I always saw you just pursuing what you enjoyed and such different things and that really having success for you that like, I really wanted to like, fulfill that in my future and like see what you did and be able to pursue that with my life and my goals in the future. So thank you for everything. You didn't really know, but through social media and through other things, I was really like inspired by the things that you did. Oh my gosh, I'm getting shivers. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious about it. Like every time I remember your sister was in grade 12 and um, she had a friend, Andy Strugo, and we were talking one day, the atrium at school and you came up and like my my face just like lit up. We are talking about um, your sister getting into bars and like that story has been in my head like forever. And just like, I love to learn so much about you because there was so much that I wanted to like pursue with my life. And like you were really pursuing that in the entertainment industry, which was not necessarily what I wanted, but everything that you were doing and just being like a self-starter I like wanted to do and fulfill with my life so I I love that that like I had that person there to kind of like see like it actually works like you don't need a degree and you can really do what you love from a young age and like it works so I I appreciate that oh my gosh I that's so nice of you to say oh my gosh I'm, I'm dead serious this is not just for the podcast this is wow. dead serious I, I was so excited when you said yes because I was trying to get a few people and first I got a few friends and I got another company called Bab Socks there our first episode you can go and watch them and I when I reached out to you I was like you know she has so much to say and she would be so great to have on the podcast because she's so different she's not starting a company she's not like everyone else but you have so much to say and such good insight so it's amazing that you said yes and I appreciate it so much. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I'm honored. This is amazing that you said all of that. Oh my gosh. It's it's it, it's really 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 important for me to hear all this because like I don't know kind of on a daily basis like um if I, what I'm doing is like inspiring or whatever and it's like it's so cool to hear that you have like taking inspiration from me, even if it's in a different field of pursuing your passion and, and doing what you want to do. And the biggest thing is, yeah, it's trial and error. The other key is meeting people. That's why quarantine has been hard, but meeting people just, you know, one thing leads to the next. You meet somebody, you're like, Oh, I didn't know that job existed. Or you meet somebody and they want to hire you or you want to work with them or you know this person who knows this person and five years down the line they see what you're doing and they're like oh my gosh I remember meeting her she's doing this now um you know what I mean and it's just it's just building on who you are your skills what you like to do what you don't like to do and nobody the biggest thing is nobody knows nobody knows what's going on nobody knows really what they're doing what they should be doing how to get there like we're all just trying to figure it out day by day day by day and you never know where life's gonna throw you like eight years of bar mitzvahs and last year i was flown to miami new york with megan boys wow. um and this year there's zero bar mitzvahs um i was supposed to leave birthright i've led two west coast trips 
can't travel and audience coordinating was at my fingertips nine months gone so you never know what's gonna happen i thought i had it figured out i thought i did and then things happen and then reality shows happen to me so it's it's going with the flow of life but keeping your head high keeping that confidence within you that you know you are skilled you know you're a great person that people want to be around and to hire and to you just like one step at a time you'll you'll all learn what to do what not to do what we want to do what we don't want to do and we're all continuously growing there's 50 year olds who completely change careers because they fell out of love with what they were doing or they never social media is kind of new that's a new job position like there's things that are always evolving um and you yeah we're all just going with the flow of life but when you find those things that you're passionate about you push for them and it feels right there's other things that like for example i i could teach yoga like i i'm a dancer and i'm a finisher i love keeping that as a hobby and that's something I've learned during quarantine. Like I could, but it's so refreshing to do this activity for myself. Um, and then there was like Zumba. It was like, oh my gosh, bar mitzvahs plus performing plus teaching dance. This makes sense. So it's like, I have, I have a lot of friends who are dancers in movies and TV shows. I have friends who are go-go dancers. I have friends who love the circus company, who love the magician's assistant. They love touring or sort of cruise ships. So I've met so many people who all have different passions and skills. And it was like, oh, cool. I'm, I like meeting this person because it's like, I checked that off my list of like, I've tried that. It's not for me. Or I don't, now I don't want to try that, but I know it's out there. So it's, it's about exploring and yeah, just going with the flow of life, but keeping your head high, keeping hope alive, keeping your positive thoughts going to know that what's meant for you will, will come into your life. And you started a podcast. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that and what that kind of means for you? Yeah. So beginning of quarantine, I did an Instagram live talk show. And I did it every day for a month. It was exhausting, but it was so much fun. And so a couple months later, I was like, I want to start this show up again. So then I put it into a podcast. Um, so I'm doing Zoom like this, audio and on YouTube. And I have a big network of amazing, passionate people. And it's cool that you were saying that like, you see me doing things I love doing. I wanted to start a podcast highlighting other people who are doing things they're so passionate about and we talk about the ups and the downs of that lifestyle um and i also was like okay how can i help how can i help where can i help what can i do so in a few weeks i wanna i'm just starting to think of like i want to launch like a zoom support group maybe once a week it's getting get it it's gonna get colder outside of just bringing people together talking about our ups and our downs but also keeping the hope alive and keeping the communication going and 
I've been leading, actually, I've been volunteering leading another group, and I've loved it. And I'm also in three self-development programs where I'm continuously learning. And look at that. Look at that. It's, I'm just merging into, okay, where can I fit my positive vibes and this, like, gratitude and this, like, scene that I've, like, wanted to dive into more. Now I'm learning from other people to, to just continue that side of me. So even in the future, who knows, maybe I'll be a life coach or something that it just like quarantine opened my eyes to, okay, let's learn some more about self-development. I don't think I would have been if quarantine didn't happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I'm just continuously going with the flow of what feels good, what I want to do. And so, yeah, so my, it's called Real Talk Community, my podcast. But I didn't want just a podcast. I wanted to help too. So I'm going to start a Zoom group. Um, that's going to be just positive vibes and practicing gratitude and um, talking about our ups and our downs. So we'll see where that even goes. I'm so busy right now. I'm still trying to plan it. Um, but I also wanted to just, I love community. And I just want to bring people together with, you know, positive positive vibes so yeah it's the podcast plus this event plus an instagram page that i'm trying to put out if you want to keep up with marnie you can go follow her on instagram her um at is marnflo m-a-r-n-f-l-o and if you're interested in looking at her podcast more she has a great instagram account and that's at realtalk.community and you can follow along with Marnie's journeys and her podcast. And you can really see everything else that she's done and that she's doing in the future. So you should really go uh, give her a follow and take a look and really see if there's anything that you can learn from her experiences over the years. Oh, my gosh. You're so cool. You're, you're amazing. Do you, know what, do you know what you want to do in the future? Or you oh, don't my know? gosh. I have a project right now, like due on Thursday that I started last night, leaving it a little bit to the last minute. And it's, it's a career project. It's a career perspectives assignment. I have no clue what I want to do. I, I am fully clueless. If I'm being honest, I am fully BSing the entire project just on something that I know that I can just do. Um, my professor had a bunch of people that are successful come and talk and do interviews for the class. And I actually interviewed her yesterday for the podcast. Um, that was a great interview, but... I have no clue what I want to do. I feel like what I want is not necessarily like something that's easy to come by. I want like a life that I have like my, the freedom of financial freedom, but also like the free time. Like I control my own schedule and that is something so hard to come by and so hard to see in the future when you're just starting university and you're 18 years old. Um, there's not really the path that's like, you can just do this because to be an entrepreneur, you need an idea. You need to have success with something. So I don't know what I enjoy. Maybe I'll go into brand marketing or something for promotion, but I, I am clueless. I'm just riding the wave right now, seeing what I learned in school. And that's the point of the podcast, trying to learn from other people and get, learn from their experiences really. And I'm trying to like push that back out because I know for myself, when I was in high school and still now, it's really hard to to see that future and to see the goals. So I'm trying to learn from other people. That's the only way that you can. You, you learn from other people's success. You learn from their failures. Someone else, when they fail, it's the greatest thing for themselves and it's the greatest thing for you. Because next time, you're not going to fail the same way if you really do try and put in that effort to learn from them. 
So I'm just trying my best, trying to get through school as best as I can. And we'll see where that takes me in four years where I end up. Amazing. Well, you're on the right track. And look, I've done so many things and I don't know where I'm going. So you're not alone. Um, I'm a full, like a professional. I'm an adult and I still am like, what am I aiming towards? What What's next for me? But with my experience, it's kind of like, okay, I've moved through these things. This thing didn't really fit with me. I'm, I'm good with, you know, dancing for five years and now I want to be a host. Now I want to be a choreographer. Now I want to be, you know, dive into self-development. I wouldn't have done that a couple of years ago. Um, you'll see along the way what feels right. You'll try things. Podcasts, who knew that like, look, if I'm, you're editing and you're doing, like there's just things you're trying and you're doing and that's what it's all about. Um, but yeah, the, the financial freedom and the time freedom, that's new in this, in this generation yeah. because we can work from our phones because we work from technology. We can do from anywhere. Depends on a job anytime. Um, and it's good that you know that it's good that you know that you're looking for something like that. And there's, there's a lot of things out there and there's more things that are becoming you know, to, to do from your phone at any time. And I like that you know that you want that. So, um, yeah, ride the wave of life. We're all, we're all on it of our own unique paths. There's 7 billion people in the world and everyone has a different life path. So there's no right or wrong, but you're right about the failures. It's like, that's, those are the times where you learn the most. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes they're, they're forced failures like, me losing seven jobs that I was, I worked so hard for. And I'm just riding the wave of life. Quarantine happened. And I'm taking, you know, the opportunities where I can. And I'm using this time to grow in, in a different way than I never would have before. So yeah, you're, you're not alone. You're on the right path. You're in a program that you are, suited for and you you know you'll figure it out along the way but it's about trial and error knowing meeting knowing people meeting people and doing things you love doing and not doing the things you're like oh, i'm glad i tried that i like this about it but i don't like this about it so that's the ride that we're all on Thank you so much for listening to Now I'm Here podcast with our guest, Marnie Florence. It was a great time having you. And I hope that everyone can really learn some lessons from Marnie about really riding the wave of life and how the future is so unpredictable. And the only thing that's certain in our future is that we're going to grow up and we're going to get older and we're going to die. But everything, everything else on that path is not certain. And don't beat yourself up over it. Thanks again for listening and tune into our next episode.